It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? It's a neighborly day in this beauty wood, a neighborly day for a beauty. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? I have always wanted to have a neighbor just like you. I've always wanted to live in a neighborhood with you. So let's make the most of this beautiful day. Beautiful day. Since we're together, we might as well say, would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? Won't you please? Won't you please? Please won't you be my neighbor. Hope community, how's it going? So glad that you could join us today and hang out with us on this Sunday morning. We're glad you're here. If you haven't done so yet, please hit the like button and share this video. Uh, share this with your friends, your neighbors, share this uh, with other families, share this with anyone that needs a good old dose of hope. Uh, let's send this message out as far as we can. And if it's your first time hanging out with us, guess what? You are a part of Hope Community. We have, in the last few months or so, decided that we're not going to be bound by four, four walls any longer, but we are going to be Hope Community wherever we're at. So if you're watching this in your living room, at the kitchen table, or maybe you're at work on your break, or maybe you're driving somewhere and you're listening to this right now, know wherever you're at, that's a Hope Community and you're a part of it. So Congratulations, Hope Dealer. You have started your own Hope community right where you're at. And so we're so excited to have you with us. We, uh, since we hit September, have started a new series called Won't You Be My Neighbor? And what a message, right? A message that we need to hear more now than ever. Uh, and that is to be a good neighbor, to love your neighbor as yourself. The love that you have experienced from the Father, the love that you have connected uh, with Jesus and how you found freedom, guess what? That should flow from you to your neighbor and you should extend that same freedom to them. So we are going to dig into the book of Galatians. And we're going to look at some really awesome scriptures. I'm going to be reading from the Mirror Translation today. And we're going to start with verse 13 in Galatians chapter 5, all right? Here we go. Your redeemed identity defines your freedom, my brothers. But freedom does not mean that you are now free to again employ the law. On the contrary, your freedom finds its complete expression in the love that serves one another. As free as you are to the law, so enslaved you are now to love. Love already completes the law. This is the nitty-gritty of the law, to value your fellow human as equal to yourself. The best efforts under the legalistic mindset sooner or later ended up in strife, backbiting, tearing one another apart, devouring and consuming one another. I conclude, this is verse 16, let spirit be the dominant influence in your daily walk and see how it defeats the cravings of the flesh. Now let's talk about this for a second, okay? Paul is writing to the, to the Galatians. This is a later letter of Paul, all right? And he's trying to express to them, listen, you guys and all of us have tried for so long to live according to a set of rules, to live according to this uh, mindset that we're going to walk according to, to these set of things, 
and we're going to try to not break any of them. And uh, if we break them, then we're going to then we're going to experience shame to cause us to come back around to try to do this thing once again. And so when it comes to interacting with one another, then there's these list of rules, and you have to do these rules to actually hang out or talk to your neighbor, uh, the country on the other side of where you live, uh, the other kingdom or whatever. We're going to abide by these lists. And here's the thing. Lists, rules, regulations, none of that really works, right? If it all worked, then there wouldn't be any war. If rules, if that all worked, then we wouldn't have fistfights. We wouldn't have these things. But what Paul's trying to bring about, he says, listen, you are now to live at a higher level or at a different frequency. And that frequency is the frequency of love. He's saying, listen. All the best efforts under all that legalistic junk, what did it lead to? Strife, backbiting, tearing one another apart, devouring and consuming one another? Right. Because you had to do it this way, and if you broke the rules, then your neighbor would be mad at you, right? Or flip-flopped around the other way. If they broke the rule, then you get mad at them. And so you'd, you'd uh, fight with them, tear them apart, devour them, back-talk them, talk behind their back, all that stuff, right? But Paul's saying, listen, love completes all that stuff. And when you get down to the nitty-gritty of it, love is actually valuing this other person equal to yourself. So how do we do that? How we do that is we let spirit be the dominant influence. We let our connection here with the Holy Spirit be the dominant force that teaches us how to walk in love. It's hard to do. It's not easy, but it is obtainable when we can do it. And how we start to do that is, number one, learning to love ourselves. And in the beginning of our connection with Father, what the Holy Spirit begins to do is he begins to teach us just how much the Father loves us. Jesus shares that. He tells us that, and he's the mirror of it. He shows us, hey, look, the Father loves me, and I love you, and I'm sharing this love with you, showing you that the Father loves you just as much. He mirrors that to us. He shows us that in human flesh, the fruits of the Spirit, and basically the personality of the Father, that this is who human beings are supposed to be because we're created in his image. And so those things begin to teach us how to love ourselves. And so that expression begins to pour out to other people, to other human beings, because we value them as much as we are valued. We value them and love them as much as we have been loved and we have been valued. We've been shown that through Jesus about how the Father loves us and values us. So when we see someone else, our connection to them and our relationship with them shouldn't be built off a list of rules and regulations. It should be built off, first and foremost, of the love that we should have for one another because we're each human beings. And see, that's why, you know, if you look back through history, all the strife and the trouble and all the junk that we've had to fight ourselves out of is because there's been the law that has taught us even to devalue other 
humans because of their different skin color, because they came from another country. All of that came from rules and regulations. But love teaches us that no matter the color, no matter where someone comes from, no matter uh, how they see themselves, no matter how they express themselves, guess what? They're humans and they should be loved and honored and valued. And that's how the Father sees all of us. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, one of the biggest things when it comes to the connection that we have with other human beings our neighbors, is a lot of times um, they uh, need encouragement. And so I want to take these last few minutes to talk about how you can start encouraging other people that you come into contact with, your neighbors. Uh, How can you encourage them? How can you share with them uh, uh, who they really are? Okay? Here's number one. Okay, this is what we have to realize in our relationships with our neighbors. Uh, the most, m- most people that we come into contact with, uh, they don't have a whole lot of faith in themselves. They're not very encouraged. Um, it's the difficulties that they come into contact with. It's not those things that defeat them. It's really the lack of faith that they have in themselves. So if there's ways that we can encourage them, if there's ways that we can connect with them, if there's ways that we can share with them their true identity and who they really are, uh, that's going to give them faith to overcome these obstacles that are against, that they're against. A lot of times we just want people to, you know, take these things head on and conquer them and, and just, you know, the, the whole tough guy thing, get over it, just just stop doing that or, or uh, quit whining about that when really it's, it's not the obstacle that they're against that's defeating them, it's their own selves because they don't have any faith in themselves. And so they need some encouragement and that's you as a hope dealer, that's what you're supposed to be doing. All right? Here's the, here's the second thing that you, that, that when you come into contact with your neighbors, listen, a lot of them don't have anyone that believes in them. If you, you know, sometimes the reason why people do dumb stuff is because they don't have a support system. They don't have anybody that's walking with them. They have any connection with them. The people that they do have connection with are all negative or are constantly telling them that they can't do it or they're, they're, or they're a good for nothing. And maybe they just need someone in their life telling them, you know what? Uh, Dude, you're a good guy. Listen, uh, you're created in the image of the creator. Maybe they just need, hey, listen, I'm here. Go for it, man. You can do it. And what happens is is when people don't have anybody pushing them and and walking with them and encouraging encouraging them, a lot of times what happens is they get isolated. Uh, They don't have any connections. They feel like no one's on their side, which leads to anxiety and stress and depression, which can lead to thoughts of taking their own life. And think about it, especially right now in the midst of a pandemic and then with everything else that's going on and then you've got all kinds of strife and 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 backbiting and cynicism happening uh over social media what they see on tv maybe what they come into contact with work everything around them is so negative 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 and that just builds on top of that depression and weight and so a lot of folks don't have someone that's encouraging them has someone with them telling them hey man uh what's going on and you as a hope dealer Listen, you can reach out. You might be like, well, I don't have a whole lot to give. Well, I'll tell you this. 
you've got more to give than the person that's feeling like that. You might be right now like, well, I, you know, I, I, I just kind of got out of that. Well, guess what? You're one day ahead of that person, <laughs> right? You have everything you need right here. Just let it out. Tell your story. If you have a story of, 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 of feeling like nobody had your back and, and, you, and, and you were down and, and stressed out and, and you came into contact with some other hope dealers and they helped you out and they talked to you and, and they told you who you really were, guess what? Share that story. Share, it's called testimony. Share that with them, that story of hope. Watch what happens. Watch the lights kick on, okay? And, here, and uh, here's the thing. When you start talking to folks, they'll know whether you're being legit and real or not. So don't give them fluff. Give them the real you. And we're talking about relationships. We're talking about neighbors. And, and listen, it's not pretty. It takes work. It takes time. Um, and it takes a, a giving of yourself. That, that kenosis love that we talked about on Wednesday nights. That self-giving, self-pouring out love that Christ had. But sometimes you got to pour it out. And we talked about, you know, Lindsay coined the phrase, the love bucket. You're, you're in the Father. Your love bucket never runs dry. He's constantly pouring in you so you can pour it out. Yeah, there's times when you need to take a break and there's times that you need to focus on yourself and there's times you need to reflect. That's, those are times like that. But listen, you can still give. All right? So it's in those moments when we're being real with folks. You know, our goal is not to get them to think better of us, but our goal is for them to think better of themselves, right? It's not an ego boost for us. It's to help them, okay? Being friendly, being that connector, being human with someone else, it's not to build yourself up. It's to build the other person up. Now, that does make you feel good. There's a gratification in that, but that's not what we should be seeking after. What we should be seeking after is to see our fellow neighbor, get up out of the gutter. Get up out of where they're at. Okay? And here's the thing. Most people, most people will do anything just to have someone have faith in them. And they'll start living up to that expectation. That's not a bad thing. Expectations aren't bad in relationships when they're healthy. And so if you're trying to build somebody up and you're connecting with them and you got faith in them and you're sharing good things with them, Guess what? They're going to start living up to that. If you think your neighbor is a dirtbag and you say that behind their back all the time and you look at them funny when you see them, guess what? They're going to live up to that expectation. But you start looking at them like they're a human being and that they're created in the image of the Father and that you're going to honor them in that position it doesn't mean that you put up with whatever. It just means you're going to honor them as a human being and you're going to say hi and you're going to talk and you're not going to be a grumpy Gus, guess what? They'll start living up to, hey, that dude's a good guy. So when I'm around him, I want to be a good guy. That's how it works. We're human beings, right? Good stuff is contagious. A good attitude is contagious. Yeah, there's grumpy Gus's around, but the more good is around a grumpy Gus, the grumpy Gus is going to turn into a happy Gus. That's how it works. All right? People, your neighbor, my neighbors, they're going to rise and fall on the expectations that we have with one another. Maybe you've been the grumpy Gus in your neighborhood. Maybe you're the grumpy Gus at work. 
Maybe you need to listen to some of this and change your attitude. I don't know. I can be a grumpy Gus sometimes too. But our neighbors, our family, the people that we connect with are looking for someone to have faith in them. We as hope dealers, man, what an opportunity. In this moment of cynicism, moment of just strife and anger and all that stuff that's happening around us, what would happen if we, hope dealers, started just doing what we say we're going to do? We deal hope. Start honoring those people that we come into contact with, even when they irritate the snot out of us, right? I mean, there's, there's times in my neighborhood where I am... I just get irritated sometimes um, because of, of, of noise or, or something else that happens, right? It's easy, especially, you know, when you're in the safety of your home and somebody's interrupting that. And you can get grumpy about it. And you can automatically start pointing your finger and get mad and angry and want to backbite and talk trash and all that stuff. But if you always keep in the foreground that, hey, person that lives over here, the person that lives over here, the person that lives down the street, the person that I work with that, that just irritates the snot out of me, the person that I go to school with, whatever. If in the foreground, the first thing that comes to your mind, you know what? That bothered me, but first and foremost, they're a child of God. First and foremost, they're created in the image of the Father. And I, 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 got, I don't know what's happening right now. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know what might be taking place. Maybe they need some encouragement. Maybe they need someone to have faith in them. Maybe they just need somebody to say, hey, what's going on, man? Maybe they just need to be loved. Love the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with everything you got. And love your neighbor as yourself. It's that simple. Treat other people like you want to be treated. The golden rule, right? That's <laughs> old school. But that really honestly... Treat other people like you want to be treated. Love your neighbor as yourself. That is honoring the image of God in them. And it is really, honestly, having faith in them. Having faith in them that they're going to see who they really are. So, Hope Dealer, be that mirror. Jesus is the mirror to you to show you who you are. And sometimes we got to be like the moon reflecting the sun. We've got to be the mirror to them and show them, hey, listen... Um, this is, <laughs> this goodness, this love, all of this, this is for you too. It's not just for me and you can have it. It's so good. Awesome. So, um, if you haven't checked out the dwelling every other Tuesday night at seven, uh, we have been having a great time. Uh, we had talked the past uh, couple months about the heart. We're just now starting a, a new book called Learning to Walk in the Darkness by Barbara Brown Taylor. It is amazing. Uh, we just went through the introduction, so you guys can go back and check that out if you want over on our Facebook page. Um, but not this Tuesday, but the next Tuesday, like I said, every other Tuesday, next Tuesday, we're going to be digging into chapter one. So you have plenty of time to go grab that book if you want from Amazon or you can get it used from um, from thrift books, or you can probably check it out from your local library or get it on one of the library free apps that they have out there. I'm going to be posting this week uh, all that stuff where you can go get it and check it out, and you can read along with us. It is it is so good, and you're really going to want to dig into this book. Um, 
check out our website. We are hopecommunity.com. There's a ton of resources there. And uh, next month, we're going to be digging into uh, some cool stuff on the website. We're going to be talking about religious detox uh, and uh, talking about... Um, just deconstructing from some things that maybe we learned uh, when we are younger and now we got questions about and, and we're finding out, well, is this, is that? And, and it's just stuff that we don't need. Maybe it's things that we were told as we were growing up uh, in religion or whatever and, it's, and there's just some shame and some hidden things there. We're going to just talk about getting rid of that, detoxing from that and having a fresh, real connection with the Father and walking with Jesus is going to be good stuff. So that's next month. Can't wait for that. But other than that, hey guys, thank you for hanging out with us. Once again, if you haven't yet, share this message with your friends and family. Other than that, hey, be a good neighbor. See you soon. <laughs>